outside, man. Mr. Ronaldo Wren. Amigo. What's going on, man? Oh, just uh, just another day, man. Yeah. Another day in the life. Yeah. Yeah. How's your heart, man? How's your, how's your, how's your, how's your feels? How's your spirit? Oh, man, they could be, man, honestly, they could be a whole lot better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had uh just to, to to give the listener a little behind the scenes, you know, I, I had texted you earlier. It was like I imagine this will be a uh, rather therapeutic episode for the both of us, and uh, a lot of people listening, um, and a lot of people listening, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know we we both got some things. I can't even. I know you try to come in like, you know, hey, you know, good energy, but shit, man, I appreciate you trying. As soon as I heard yours, I was like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, you know, and not to not to drag it down, but I mean. No, no, not even like that. But yeah, yeah, just. Uh, it's been a rough week. I just, you know, I, I know we're, I know we're both in, uh, you know, just, just um, interesting headspaces. Interesting is a disservice to, you know, what's both in our minds, but, um. Just a certain headspace, you know. Yes. Um, but yeah, man, you know this. This is uh, you know. I was thinking about today after I said that. You know, I, I talk a lot about you know um, uh, appreciating you for letting me get my bars off and, and open my chest up, and I always you know um, that's what I'm looking for. Um, uh, offer myself, you know, what I'm saying in, in the reverse for you. But it's 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 just in general, it's good to just to have the sounding board. Have oh, your yeah. sounding board, you know. Um, how you feel, man? What's 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 going on with you, man? Oh man, uh, Sunday night, man. Just fucking just hanging out, you know. Fucking yeah. was uh, posting my videos for the uh, the final four. Yeah, yeah. The uh, tournament, and uh, and by the way, I lost that. Mm. Going to find that on Wednesday, but this this happened Sunday. Uh, yeah, man, it was, it was probably like ten o'clock, and uh, my buddy's dad. Well, first off, my buddy, his dad, that sent this to me on Facebook. He sent it to me on a motherfucking comment on my post. What the fuck? Who said who did this? It's my dad. Oh, someone's dad. Yeah, yeah, it's my dad. He, uh, all he said was bad news back home. Motherfucker, like, why do you, why do you do it like that? You know? That's an old nigga trait, man. Um, bro, aunties like, bro, and aunties and uncles who. Old motherfuckers that are on fucking social media. Yeah. That just think that's their only way of communicating. Or communication, like, come on. Yeah. Like, like. And then, like, I texted him, I was like, yeah, well, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he said, my buddy passed away. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Appreciate it, man. It was a uh, pretty uh, big surprise. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, he uh, he moved out to Washington a couple years ago. Mm. And, uh, well, actually, before that, uh, we had been talking, like, we talk on the regs. Yeah. And and I knew this was a couple of years ago. This was a couple of years ago when they first started doing the uh, the balloon classic again back home. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Yeah, he was he was supposed to be in town that same weekend I was, and we already planned up meeting up with each other, hanging out, you know. I'm calling him all fucking weekend. He's not answering. Then I see his brother, and I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck? What's up? With, what's up with your brother?" So this was you were you were reaching out to him beforehand before you found out. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like speak this before, yeah, like like, Damn, and he went to rehab before this, and seemed like he was doing good. You know, I mean, he was still drinking and shit. Yeah. And I kind of think too, like, I kind of feel bad because I feel like, because like we would go drink for drink on like Snapchat. I swear to God. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for that now. Like, I wasn't necessarily making him do it, but, like, still at the same time, it's like, I'm... Enabling it and kind of what you mean. You weren't yeah. for, you weren't forcing him, but you weren't telling him not to. Yeah, exactly, you know. And then that weekend comes up, uh, like I said, this was a couple of years ago when we were supposed to meet up back home, and he just never fucking answered. And still never heard from him. And then, like, I seen his sister, and I was like, yeah, so what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And she told me that uh, he relapsed again and went back to... Uh, he put himself back in rehab. It's like, okay, hmm. um, I'm all 100% for him putting himself back in rehab. Yeah. That right there, I was like, okay, like nobody forced him to go. Like He made the decision on his own to go. Like He knew he had to go. Yeah. And I love that, you know. Because they always say, like, if you get forced to go to rehab, like you ain't going to fucking change. Hmm. Nobody can force you to change. But you actually saying fuck, fuck all this. I gotta, I gotta change. You know. Yeah, absolutely. He did that. Absolutely. And then after that, he moved out to uh, Washington State, and was fucking stone cold sober. I seen him like I seen him, like last year. He was back home, and like he wasn't drinking or nothing. And then I noticed his past, like maybe like four to six months, he started drinking again. Damn. I was thinking. Uh, I don't know if that's the best idea, you know. But I'm not gonna say anything. Mm. I've already, I've already been down this road with more than enough friends, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's not gonna change anything. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he was back home for four days and uh, relapsed and uh, didn't wake up. Fuck, man. I'm really sorry to hear that, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I, um, you know, you spoke about uh, you spoke about not saying anything. I know that's those are really tough conversations to have. Um, I mean, like I've laid hands on bros for yeah. this shit, you know, and it didn't do anything. It just made them hurt more, made them want to get high more. Yeah. I um and I'll I'll be telling that story in a little bit about having to say hard things to your good friends. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that, man. I really am. Bro, it's, it sucks. Yeah, it does. It really does, man. Um, those things suck. I, there's there's really nothing I can I can add, man. Like those moments of silence, like. I may have told a certain story. I won't tell it now, but you know, there's people don't do well with silence sometimes. No, and so they find all these like just filler words and you know just bullshit platitudes to fill in that space. When I will say though, sometimes that does help somebody <clears throat> because uh, 
I remember when I was living in Carbondale. Yeah. Uh, my buddy's dad, he was younger than me. His, yeah. his dad was fucking mowing the lawn. Yeah. And just had a heart attack and died right there. Fuck, man. And uh, I see him at the bar. I just go up to him and I just start shooting the shit like it's another day. Yeah. And he said, man, I fucking really appreciate you treating me like True. just a rake motherfucker right Absolutely. now. And those moments, yeah, no, those moments are definitely important. I mean, you know, a little time has passed and you get to, you know, just talk to somebody. Um, I was kind of thinking like, you know, within this moment of, you know, you telling me that story and I wasn't, you know, I hadn't heard the story, you know, so it wasn't like I was prepared for anything, but you know, sometimes like it's better to, you know, maybe even sit in that silence and this is not, you know, your story, but overall, sometimes it's better to sit in that silence than to just sit here and say things you think somebody wants to hear. You know what I'm saying? I I didn't answer my phone day on Monday. You see? Yeah. Right. I wouldn't fuck on my phone all day on Monday. I'm. Well, you don't, you don't anyway. But, yes. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, especially especially in these moments, I feel you. I feel you. Damn, man. Um, well, hell, to keep that tone, um, story time. So, of course, I told the story last week about, you know, being in my office and then, uh, you know, just, just the, the, the news, right? That That reality check. That that bit of, you know, hope and, and, you know, celebration and that shit kind of being taken away. Um, So, me and you and a buddy of ours went to Survivor Series 2014 in St. Louis. And this was the same weekend that uh, it was decided not to indict Mike Brown's killer in Ferguson. And so leading up to it, I wanted to go. I wanted to go to Ferguson. Um, I wanted to be in that energy. You know what I mean? I wanted to be there. Um, And everyone, everyone told me not to go. Which made made me want to go more. Um, That's the way normal works. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was just... I, I think what it was was, you know, the same stuff it is now, a certain, you know, not over-exaggeration of any potential danger, but the way the shit gets presented sometimes um, can kind of cloud the judgment. We see the effect, but we never talk about the cause, and I think that's going to be a, a certain theme in, in, in the story I'm going to tell, but we always seem to, to you know, see the effect and, and everything about what got us there, but... You know, everyone told me not to go, which made me want to go more, but I ended up not going. And it is something that I think about from time to time. You know, not going. Um, Regret is a strong word, but it's something I think about. Well, I just moved. As I'm talking to you now, this is the uh, the first podcast from a new city that I live in. Um, not missing a beat. And on my very last day in city I used to live in, I'm going to say the city name here in a bit because it's, um, you know, a certain bit of poetic irony. But on my last day in, in, in city I used to live in, um, so we had a plan about a week and a half, 10 days, 12 days before, you know, um, before that date, which is also before, you know, the uprisings and, and everything going on, that uh, we would have a celebratory dinner in my honor. 
Oh, right on. We would meet at 6.30 and, you know, make a shake. And um, the night before. Yeah, and I, you know, I would agree. I I didn't even hesitate. Um, The night before, however, I found out that there was a rally. There was going to be a rally the next day in the city I live in. Um, It started at 5. Now, if it starts at 5, travel time, I'm not going to make it to the 6.30. Um, so I called up Duke, you know, like, Hey bro. Well, he called me actually. I was about to call him up and I told him, I'm about to call you up. We gotta, we gotta push this dinner back some. Um, he's like, okay, well, what time are you thinking? I'm like, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a rally. Like I'm not gonna, I don't know. And he's like, well, you thinking, you know what? Seven, seven I'm like, dog, I don't know. Like play it, play it, play it by ear. And then he, he proceeds to, um, let the cat out of the bag that it was going to be a surprise, a surprise dinner with about half the office there, um, along with a cake that they bought me. And I go, huh? Well, I still don't know what time I'm going to be there. Um, <laughs> tell them, <laughs> I mean, listen, tell them, come, tell them, come to the rally. I and I explicitly yeah, yeah. tell them to come to the rally. Um, tell them to come hang out. Tell them what I'm going to be doing. And by doing that, I wanted to I wanted to kind of draw that line in the sand. Of makes sense. Like, what are we celebrating? Are we celebrating? Yeah. Are we celebrating me? Because if we're celebrating me, this is a big. This is a part of me. If we're celebrating the achievement, well. This achievement is directly tied to this for me. So <laughs> if I'm late to my own celebration dinner and you still fuck. come, you, yeah, <laughs> right, fuck it, right? So I want you to ask yourself that question. Like, yo, if I appreciate he, y'all doing this, yeah, but you know this what is saying? what I want to do. Right. So, you know, asking yourself the question, like, if he will be late to or potentially miss his own celebration dinner and I'm willing to go to it. Like, what does that mean for me? And I don't think it, that's what it means anything for you. I think it means more for other people. No, and that's, and that's yeah. what I mean. Not, no, not for me. Not for me, me. I'm, I'm saying that as a person who, who went to my celebration dinner. Yes. Like, what does it mean for me if he's, you know. Um, so I went to the rally, man. And, you know, just had my shades and my mask on. And, you know, um. We were just walking. People were chanting. It was focused energy. It was emotional energy, but it wasn't like a negative space or a scary space. You know, we're just out in the street, and then we we um, we walk up onto this highway, and we're probably there at least 10, 15 minutes. People are chanting. The police are probably about a quarter mile in front of us. I'm probably like, depending on how you count it, I'm probably like five to eight rows from the front. And I don't say that as a matter of, yo, look at me, but just, you know, just a you know, perspective thing. You know, five to eight rows from the front. And from the front of the crowd, the police about a quarter mile up. So it wasn't like a dangerous, threatening situation. Um, until, you know, first, you know, the, the first thing you notice is like the sound of commotion, right? 
And then you look behind you and it's like all these people trying to get out of the way. And and then you hear these sounds like just these smacks. And, And then you see the truck plowing through a group of people. Fuck. And I, you know, I was close enough. I was close enough. And so, I mean, you hear this stuff, you know, all the news, oh, violence, violence, violence. Like, I was in that. I was there. People were just chilling until... Things don't happen until... Someone wants to run their truck through a crowd of people. I've seen people get hit by a truck. God damn. Like, that shit. And the visual just keeps playing back. Just, just, just keeps playing back. And then that's when, you know, shit begins to get a little, a little hectic. People, people are pounding on this dude's door, his window, throwing shit. Like,. It ain't about necessarily agreeing with everything you see and how and, and especially not how it's reported, but everything you see. The first step to agreeing with anything is understanding. And so we 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 walk through life and we listen to all these people pop off, talk shit, oh what they would have did if somebody did this. It fucking well listen, motherfucker, somebody ran a truck through a crowd of people. What the fuck do you want to do? What you might want to fuck some up after that. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where are you just gonna go home? Right. Like what do you <laughs> And then I couldn't tell if it was fireworks or gunshots, either way. But you know, I, I, I cleared and you know I helped some people clear. The EMTs show up. Um, the police show up. Here's the thing, too. I always tell you to like get your cousins, and I say it like for real, but for but for joking, but for real. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of like really like like nice, overly nice white people. Like I met the male lady today, and she, you know, she's asking me how I'm holding up, and I'm like, you know, I mean, day at a time, you know, hour at a time. And I can sense the concern on her face, but like. You gotta. I don't even know where to fucking I mean, start. Like, I, I hope you know this one's real. Mom says she's been thinking about you. Want me to tell you that she loves you? Yeah, tell her love always, always. Um, and I appreciate that. It's it's. I had a really good conversation on my drive up here with somebody I used to work with. Um, he's about a year or two older than me. White guy worked in accounting. Um, which is, uh, which is humorous unto itself. We always say, you know, accounting, but we had like a half hour conversation about how, about everything. Like he doesn't necessarily agree with like the looting, the violence and the whatnot. And I'll be, listen on his microphone, on his internet, I don't necessarily agree, but I don't not agree. You know what I'm saying? I'm not rooting for it. On this I'm just microphone. not necessarily rooting. You say what? It's on this microphone. I'm with you on that one. You know what I'm saying? And especially when, like, we, we, all of these people who are fans of comics, wrestling, Star Wars, Marvel, Hunger Games, like, all that shit, I don't see how 
those type of people don't get it. The stories that they love so much are now the stories that are happening right in front of you. I feel like, and I'm not trying to dig at anybody, but I feel like what they would say would be, well, that's not, it, it's not real, though. Man. But it is fucking real. It is fucking <laughs> I mean, real. It is fucking real, man. I mean, people always want to say, they're like, man, I was, all that stuff in the movies looks so cool until it actually fucking happens. Until it fucking you happens. Fucking and then it's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that so, shit is not cool. Like, I mean, like, ass, it's man. scary. Like I've got photos and video I haven't posted any because I'm I didn't I didn't tell everybody I was going. The only thing I said was what happened? A truck with a fucking horse trailer ran through a crowd of us in fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, which is a city I, I, I used to that. live in. And so I've the, seen that. I was like, you saw the you saw the footage? No, or you I saw the status. The yeah. yeah, I seen the status. I hit you up. You never got back to me, but I figured. Yeah. Something was yeah. going on, like, I mean, and that's why I called, I straight up, that's why I called you the other day. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Good. And I, and I appreciate it, I appreciate it. Um, which, coincidentally, so that was May 31st, which coincidentally was the 99 year anniversary of the first day of the Tulsa Race Massacre. Where white patrons of Tulsa, Oklahoma for, I believe, six days, eight days. I may be getting my days wrong, but they, no, no, no. It may not have been that long. It may have been 18 hours. Either, listen, it, don't, it really don't matter. It don't matter. They burned down what was called Black Wall Street. It was a thriving black neighborhood in Tulsa, Oklahoma, filled with black-owned businesses, it was yeah May thirty first to June first, so about eighteen actually, hours. I actually never even heard about that until just now. I never heard about it until I was about to move down there, and I just was being fun, and I was just being goofy, and I googled black people in Tulsa, and then I found out about a whole fucking race massacre. Glad you got out of there. Yeah, yeah, and and, and even that's fucked up to say because like you shouldn't have to work. I. I should not worry about, about that. I should not have to worry about you going anywhere, and you should not have to worry about yourself going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking stupid. And what I found out too, um, as I was as I was moving here, you know, ten months ago, not here, but Tulsa, ten months ago, I talked to my aunt, and apparently, my excuse me, my grandfather's parents are from the Tulsa area, or were from the Tulsa area. Damn. And so, you know? yeah. And so I wonder I wonder out loud, like, so my grandfather was born in nineteen nineteen and I know you know he claims Southern Illinois as you know where he's from, but I mean I wonder just how much that race massacre had to do with them leaving Tulsa. Um it happened in nineteen twenty one, so he was just barely two years old. His uh, parents got out of there. Yeah. And so I seen that Sunday. And you talked about, you know, how hard it is to have, you know, to say certain things, even if you see certain things wrong, right? What I'm kind of, what I'm learning too, one of these things, one of the things that is so, it's understated. The understated difficulty is seeing 
and realizing, well, and deciding, right, who to handle with kid gloves, who to give the smoke to, who you might have to distance yourself from, no matter, like, how long you've known each other. Makes big sense. And so, you know, I talked to you about that conversation I had. I've known him for less than a year, and we had a great 30-minute conversation. Well, amazing. it was amazing, right? And and earlier in the day, however, I had to give the smoke to a man I've known since I was 13 years old. Damn. Publicly on Facebook. Now, I've made it a point to monitor my energy. You can tell who's just being loud and you can tell who's, you know, really in it for the conversation. But the thing is, man, if you a random no name dude just being a fuck, I mean, listen, I can get you off my social media real quick. You don't exist no more. But this is a man I've known since I was 13 years old and not casually. Whoever whoever was reading that would be very surprised to see that happening between me and him in such a public forum. I'll put, I didn't it, see it. I'll put it that way. And you may have an idea I'm speaking of. I, I won't say no names on, on or whatever, but he, he, he put this meme, man, of, 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 you know, comparing, you know, running over a dog and being, you know, scared and then realizing, Oh, it's a looter. And then you're like relieved. Oh, just a looter. And, Besides him being who he is to me, I don't know. I don't know where we stand. It ain't a great place, clearly. But like did, did, him knowing me, right? Knowing me, and not just know who I am. Knowing me, and my heart, and and my brain, and knowing that I'm not just some dude who just be out here talking clueless. And then how he, how he approached that further conversation. I listen. I wasn't. I wasn't here to. to I wasn't here to give no kid gloves. I wasn't trying to be cute, witty, understanding. I had to give him the smoke. Motherfuckers don't think. And motherfuckers don't think anymore. They don't. Well, you know, the thing and it is, might not necessarily like. And like, I don't want to like, like, are we just that desensitized or whatever? I don't know if that's the right word. I know what you mean. Like, desensitized, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, every like everything is a fucking meme now, and even if it's like on a fucking like huge, huge situation of like what's going on right now, yeah. Like if you want to act like that, you might want to go ahead and delete. Like not you, not you. I'm talking about the people that post shit like that. You might want to go ahead and go on your friends list and get rid of people on there before you post that because there's gonna be some shit. And that was the hardest thing about it, like. Like this, it's all you expect better out of him. Well, you never expect the thing is, is like, yo, if you know that man, then you know how close me and him are, were, wherever, wherever we stand. And so I hold him to a certain standard because of our friendship. Yeah. And so I think with people, man, here's what I think I've realized about people and, and like, well, well, a, (laughs) a few fucking things. For one, people just really like being loud. They really love being loud and defensive. And people talk about communication and having the conversations. They don't really, they don't. You can tell who really wants them, who really don't. But bigger than that, and what I've realized too, because he kept using the word history. Look in the history books. 
And so in my heart, in my mind, I'm like, yo, you don't even realize the irony of the stupid shit you're saying, because if this is your stance, but you're t- and you're telling me to support your stance that I need to do what was done in history, then clearly you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. If we're talking about history, there's certain there's I mean, I'm pretty sure when we were in like sixth grade, there was history books that we didn't get that other schools got. If that makes any sense. You know what I mean? You know, and and it's it's sad. It's sad enough. It's sad. Yeah, it's sad enough that the stories. Yeah. I mean, it's sad enough that certain stories have been whitewashed and not told properly or completely left out. I was 31 years old when I found about the Tulsa race riot. You know what I'm saying? But what I think people think about history, they think that history is this stuff that happened such a long time ago, way before us, to where it can't possibly happen in the year of our Lord in 2020. They're dead wrong. Like, Martin was a... And they keep saying, oh, well, act like Martin. They beat Martin. Yeah. They bombed his house with his family in it. They shot him. That's the stuff you didn't learn in school. So what the fuck do... So be like Martin and do what? You know what I'm saying? Like... Tried that. History. Like, all throughout history. History is filled... And I don't... All of history is filled with oppressed people saying, Yo, you bugging. Please let me live. Please. You wildin'. And then the empire is like, nah. Nope. And then the people are like, yo, let me live, please. And they're like, nah. And then the oppressed people decide to just stop fucking asking. Nigga, America was founded on that shit. Oh, yeah. Founded on that I mean, shit. Dude, straight up, I remember being in history class, uh, Mr. Wilson. I don't remember if you remember Russell Wilson. Love Mr. School. Wilson. Yeah. We were talking about fucking Christopher Columbus and I brought up the how they actually came over and did it you know yeah he actually held me back after class and told me straight up I wasn't wrong you know that's yeah really what happened we had a good relationship I always loved going to his class hell yeah he actually had a fucking I was on a flyer for one of the local shows there and he actually hung it up in his fucking classroom that's dope (laughs) you know that's dope a lot of love for that man a lot of love for that man but it this the the whole shit is sad. It's um it's it's a it's a it's 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 a frustrating time, and that's just putting it lightly. Definitely going down in history is one of the worst thirty years I've ever experienced. Bruh, like, and then like you can't you can't ignore that it is history. It's just our turn. It's just our turn, right? To go through some shit. So now I wonder how the fuck this story will be told. Like, are they going to talk about how in fucking February, white people were buying fucking toilet paper in response to a virus? Let's buy the toilet paper. Will they talk about how in April, white people loaded up their fucking assault rifles to protest face masks and haircuts? Like I how, doubt it actually. how will they tell that? And then how will they tell fucking June when this is going on? Like We probably won't. I mean, our kids, if we even have kids, 
won't even probably hear about this shit. That's what I'm so fucking nervous about, man. Like, that's my, I, that's a brother of mine I had to give the smoke to who has children. And he's about to pass that down. Or, or, just like everybody in fucking Martin's generation, they fucking realized it too late. Motherfuckers wish they had a Colin Kaepernick now. Oh, they get it now. He was kneeling four years ago. Oh, now it's now they fucking get it. Like, cats don't see the fucking lights until the lights are off. No. They never see the lights until the lights go off. When they're walking out of the arena and they see the lights that are in the fucking hallway. That's Bro. it. So. Uh, yeah, man. Otherwise. It's been yeah. It's been rough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking ass. Um, and and like, like I said when we first started off, unfortunately, it's just another day. I mean, we we yeah. are who we we been who we been. You know, mm, I mean, we been who we been. So, I know, I know, uh, I know, I still owe myself. Well, I, I owe some hugs. I like a hug. I still owe myself that cry. I'll get it eventually, one day. Um. Yeah, man. Otherwise, man, I'm in the office. Um, I guess this is technically day three, even though this is the you know technically the full the first full day. Uh, just me, you know. I had some interviews. Or I had an interview. One guy didn't show. One guy did show. Um, just, gonna, just gonna ask if you got settled in, but I don't think that's even a like a possibility of right now, bruh. Who the not to make it funny, you know what I mean. No, I but. feel you. I feel you. It's um, shit is, everything is everything is hectic out here, man. It just everything is hectic. Like, <coughs> I need I need some sleep. I need some good sleep. You ain't been sleeping good. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all, man. And I just um. Again, like I talked about last week, still just been a real reflective time. I keep finding myself thinking of people that I shouldn't think of, you know, just because of how they acted. Um, and maybe it's selfish, but, like, I really wonder, like, you know, with everything going on especially and the different people I've met. I've had some really dope people, like, call my phone just to, just to check just to check in on me. Some knew that I was out there. Some didn't. But just to, just to check in. It was real good to hear those voices, but feels good i wonder who's scared i wonder who is thinking of me say what you're scared to check in on you yeah uh i wonder i don't know i don't know well, it makes it makes perfect sense you know yeah said so, i mean like i mean it, like you seen my post the other day like not to take anything of what you're talking about mm-hmm. but like, Motherfucker, like when somebody passes away, you don't text them and say, "Yo, so and so." That's real. Like cause that's the first thing you're fucking see. Like, like Jeremy called. Like Jeremy texted me, but he said, "Hey, bro, give me a call if you can." Yeah, right. The best time would be to call him. He's like, "I got to work in two hours, so you can call before then." I knew what he was. I knew what he was getting at, but like he didn't just text me, "Hey, so and so right. died." Right. Right. Like, don't do that fucking shit. Like, if you if you're gonna do that, don't even fucking bother. Yeah. Because like, you call somebody and tell somebody when somebody passed away. You share that moment. You sit in that discomfort. 
Yeah, like, because you got it, because you don't want them to fucking find out about it on fucking Facebook. Like, I found out about, like, multiple people that I've known that died on fucking Facebook. Listen, discomfort is where the growth is. Yeah. Discomfort is where the growth is. Like, like, fucking, uh, my boss's daughter, she's getting married here in a couple weeks, and I was invited to the wedding, but she said that they can only have 50 people there. Mm -hmm. And, like, like, I could tell she was kind of tiptoeing around it, like... yeah. Saying like if you're, I could you're give number my spot 51. up, yeah, and I, and I straight up told her I said, hey, if you gotta give, my, if I gotta give my spot up for a family member, it's no big deal, right? I, like, I can just tell as soon as I told her, I could just tell that she was just relieved. Yeah, oh. man, listen, I and I mean, and you and I, like, you already know, like, we we don't shy away from that stuff. If, it, yeah. if it's something that's absolutely be said, yeah. I'll fucking speak up. You know. Oh man, a lot of cowardice out here. There's <laughs> a lot of flimsiness out here, my guy. Motherfucker, I got into a fight at a baby shower because I thought my boy was doing heroin. <laughs> so I'm like, come on. <laughs> you told me about that shit. <laughs> you know. Uh, you told me about that shit. It just shit. boiled over. Like, it just boiled over enough for me to, like, say, fuck it, let's roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I got to do this. <laughs> yeah, man. My man's fought at a, at a fucking baby shower. <laughs> oh, bruh. Did you take it outside? Did you take it away from the baby shower? Yeah, we were in the parking lot, but, like, <laughs> the baby shower, it was a snappers. The baby shower's outside. Yeah. And there was also a wedding going on inside. So. I remember that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you, like, scrape something up? Bro, I fucked my knees up. Like, it was like, I got, like, like I was n- in no shape to be fighting. Like, uh, he didn't lay like, hand on me. He was, like, pushing me. <laughs> and, like, yeah, bro, my elbows, my knees were all fucked up. Like, we went over to bro's house, over there by uh, Max old house, the block uh, over the next day. And they're like, looks like you got into a fucking fight. This <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish I could say knees. I did. <laughs> right, right. No fucking fault with himself. Oh, gee. Holy shit. From the shit. whole family. Like, I went back to the house. <laughs> and then, like, the family was, like, bringing the gifts back to the house. And I'm just sitting there with, like, sitting outside. No shirt. Like, blood all over my elbows, oh my, my arms, my knees. In front of the whole family. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> in front of the whole family. In the uh, wedding party. Not even my family. <laughs> <laughs> that somehow would have made it like a little easier to deal with, right? <laughs> they came down from Chicago for this baby shower and they oh, witnessed that. <laughs> they looked at the old girl like, yo, you sure? You sure you want to be out here? You sure, shorty? Listen, uh, like, you know I, we got like, you. It, it's it, mad it, suburbs. I, they thought, like, the blow-up sex doll was, like, inappropriate gift. Oh, no, I'm the inappropriate gift. <laughs> <laughs> they gave her a blow-up doll? No, they gave it to Adam. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. What do you what, what do you think about, like, pregnant sex? <sighs> they can get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Uh, maybe because like I mean, of course she can't go without it for nine months, but like I might be not not grossed out, but like you remember knocked up. Yeah, you said, you, you said it's not weird. No, no, I said it's a bit weird. It's yeah, like he's somehow like poking a baby with his dick. <laughs> I think she gunned him pretty hard on that one. It's like, you're Bruh, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? You know what section of porn I do not fuck with? What fucking to tell fucking me. pregnant porn. I don't fuck with that shit. Ew, no. Like, yeah, like that's definitely something I'm typing in the search bar. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm super good. And like, I just be bored. I go to like page six. <laughs> <laughs> pregnant slut gets railed by fucking I'm like yo no relax please relax those captions on some of those videos are Bruh, just completely listen. outrageous bruh listen <laughs> we could talk one day about how like sex and porn especially porn descriptions play into some really fucked up shit, but we could do that another time. Man, next Q and A on porn associated. <laughs> Fucking hell, man! Petite blonde queen with great big tits gets her gets her whole punctured shotgun by big black dirty mm, cock. Pog Bukaki. Yo, like yo. <laughs> Can I see some romance, please? Man. <laughs> can, I nope. see some, uh-uh. can I see some slow strokes, please? Uh, <laughs> man. Can I, can I hear some is, sweet that, nothings? That is something. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Maybe I need to Maybe I need to you know, venture out because discomfort is where the growth is. Oh, see, don't <laughs> say that. Things are going to start getting weird. <laughs> real weird, real fast. Damn, man. I think uh, it might be time. <laughs> it might be time. Oh, my God. Uh, 40, 43 am... minutes in. Oh, man. Uh, dude, I, hold on. I, gotta, I do got to say something. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I, lost the, uh, I lost the tournament in the uh, the beer chugging ship. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to hear. Oh, man. See, see, I ain't salty about it. Right, right, right. There's, there's a guy I beat in the Elite Eight that is still salty about it. <laughs> and uh, and people, like I said, the final the the finals are going on right now. I'm I'm getting talked about more than the competitors. <laughs> <laughs> we want to recount. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they came out, bro. They came out with the final like before the like during the final four. They came out with all the numbers of votes. Who do you think was on top? With all your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it, man. Your boy, I got the most votes out of everybody. But if they would have done it like a cumulative vote, I would have been in this shit. Right, right, ASAP. Popular vote, not the electoral college. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going on. A, I'm going on another show uh, with the guy that start with the guy that made the bracket. Yeah. Here on Sunday, he wants to get me on there. Did you see my last post on there, like calling the, calling out the losers? No, you sent me the post and asked me if you should do it. I was like, nope. But then I think you had already did it by the time I saw yeah. it. But uh, yeah, the, the I, guy I, that I only watched bracket, some of it. I didn't hear. I didn't watch it all. But I saw. I watched some of it. The guy that made the bracket said that was his favorite video out of the whole tournament. 
I'll have to go back and peep it again. Uh, yeah, let's get this shit rocking. No man. doubt, man. No doubt, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 71 of The Hard Camera. I've never felt more proud of uh, the name of this show. Episode 71 of The Hard Camera, T-H-C-L-X-X-I and I am your guy, Juve. J-U-V, just under your visual. Sitting here with my tag team partner, <clears throat> Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are the gangsters. Big Ren, well, I'm not I can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, dog. <laughs> you, guys <can laughs> you guys can find me on Snapchat at MoffDuff316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Then you can also find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a. Get it, dog. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desa. You know that's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out Facebook.com/slash Juve. There will be things on there. Check out me and Big Rend, of course. On Twitter and the Instagrams at the Hard Camera. It is the Hard Camera Show page. Hit you with uh, live coverage. You know what I'm saying? Witticisms. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Love that over there. Uh, but most importantly, listen. You listen to us on Spotify right now. Tell everybody you know. Tell everybody you love. It's more than just. It's more than just a marquee. We we got a little something for everybody. We get clean. We uh, we 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 promote wellness. Uh, we dig in deep, man. To to really uh, to really provide great content. Not only content that we can be proud of, but content you can be proud of. Content that will uh, help us pay our bills. Fucking broke, please. I don't know if talking about pregnant pornos are going to help us pay our bills, but Bruh, hey, listen, anything <laughs> works. Uh, anything helps because I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. There's, uh, a, I mean, there's a there's a fan base for it. I guess. Listen, listen. <laughs> there's there's every everything has an interest. Someone has an interest in something. Somebody's listening to us right now. Like, listen, now don't knock it. Don't knock it till you try it out. You ain't never Man, you ain't never busted a nut until you bust a nut. <laughs> Queen and free. I'm trying to blow. Oh, blow. You gotta worry, Bruh. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I started reading the description. And my man was like, "Oh yeah, that's my favorite one." <laughs> Go to twenty-seven forty-five. Oh, God, yeah, the long videos. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Find that perfect part. 20, 20 minutes plus. Like, yo, son, that oh. <laughs> the cinematography. Those are straight facts. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> and, man, I when, when he told her to take this big black cock, I, man, I, woo, son. Lost it. <laughs> lost it, literally. I don't know where it went. <laughs> holy, holy shit. Yo, we've got NXT TakeOver. <laughs> In your house. <laughs> Coming this Sunday. Cheers I gotta, to that. I gotta get it together, man. Just... 
Okay. This Sunday, June the 7th, NXT TakeOver uh, in your house. How you feel about this TakeOver, man? Any thoughts? Just the bill uh, itself. This, well, this past week at NXT is the first NXT I've watched in a couple of weeks. Ooh. For some fucking reason, my DVR... Mm, it ain't DVR it. It's been acting up. Like, it it'll record... It'll record AEW on two of my fucking boxes. Oh, shit. Like, I don't know if they're trying to tell me something. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> the DVR... But I watched... I skimmed through NXT this week because I got yeah. off work late. Yeah. Well, that's another story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... They got they got the glass off like it's a goddamn hockey match. Yeah, Jim Ross definitely shitted on it last week on AEW, but go ahead. It's just weird. But yeah, it's um, a little weird. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm excited. You know, um, I don't know if it's you know for me, I don't know if it's you know the lack of fans or just how the product has been or just my own apathy toward everything. It does seem to be the least takeoverish takeover. Yeah. Like the hype like, don't seem them, to be there. Them the same bringing way. back the uh, in your house to yeah. like for them to bring that back to think it's gonna get us all revved up. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-uh, I don't, I don't think so, bud. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, listen, you could call that shit NXT Takeover Pregnant Porn Six. This one just <laughs> is just kind of just you know, eh, it's it's gonna happen. I feel like something's been been kind of missing, and to be honest, even the go home show for NXT this past yeah. Wednesday was just kind of. I mean, it happened. <laughs> no, it was. Just watch that for the promos. It was there, yeah. So, um, but I mean, we say that, but we've got to expect. You no, know, it'll still be a solid night of action. Yeah, yeah, solid night of action. I wish they would have uh, had a little bit of uh, Finn and Damian Priest. Did they address that at all on the show? No, they didn't. Because I didn't think they did either. No, they didn't. Damn. There's no tag matches. Yeah, no, yeah, no tag title. We got a new number one contender with Brizongo, but uh, no, no uh, tag team title match on the show. Six man women's tag, which we'll get to first here in a bit, but yeah, one on one, one triple threat match. What was of, the last takeover they had? The last takeover they had was in January, um, right before the Rumble. Because Damn. Takeover Tampa was going to have a Romania weekend, and then, you know. Things. That just never happened. Um, what takeover was that? Portland was it? Was it Portland? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So takeover Portland was the last one. This yeah, this it, it feels like it's missing something. Um, build wise, I don't know. It's feel like something's not quite there, and I don't even want to blame it on the fans. I mean, you can still put together a show, but in AEW, did double or nothing. I was stoked for that. I mean, yeah. You know, nitpick, but I mean, I I, feel I gotta right now. I feel you. And you know, even for me, even when I say you know the the double or nothing show was kind of just solid. At least they really still like put together a build, and it yeah. seems not that there's not been a build for this, but like some just kind of seems like it's like it's missing. Have Have you been watching NXT this past couple weeks? I've been keeping keeping abreast. Okay, dude, it's hard for me now that Zonk has passed. The yeah, why? yeah. Why? I- I can't fuck with those reviews anymore because they're just too long and spongy. It ain't the same. No, not at all. Salute to the uh, the writing legend. 
Um, before we get into before we get into actual card itself, got to update y'all on the numbers. Big Ren is sitting at seven of fourteen, sitting at fifty percent. You got Juve is sitting at six of fourteen for forty two point eight five percent. But I ain't going, dog. I ain't. I ain't going. We got strike out this weekend. You think so? (laughs) (laughs) We got a one, two, three. One, two, three, four, five, six matches to choose from. A little bit of a bigger NXT card. Um, let's go with the match just added on tonight. Um, Mia Yim in six six woman tag action. Mia Yim versus Tegan Knox or not versus Tegan Knox. Let's just let's just rewind it. <clears throat> the six woman tag match added this past Wednesday on NXT. Mia Yim. Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart taking on Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, this stems from the the recent Candice LeRae heel turn. She took on Mia Yim on this this past week's NXT. Things went crazy, son. Went nuts. And now we uh, got the six man tag, six woman tag. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez got involved. Everybody got involved. It's everybody wilding. Everybody wilding. Throw them in the ring. Tag team match player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Slobbers got knocked. Knockers got slobbed. I, I, um, so tell me about it, man. What you thinking? How you, how you, how you see this going? Uh, me and him's got to get a win, right? I, you know, it, it seemed it kind of right because Candice LeRae ended up winning that match, right? Yes. Yes. Um, I'll be honest, man. Mia Yim, for me, has seemed a little cold ever since the Shayna Baszler match. You didn't want to mind about that, man. You know? Uh, she, I mean, yeah, before that, she was kind of doing just a little bit. She was putting a little bit of work out in the streets, but yeah. nothing nothing too crazy, you know? Yeah. Nothing, no big work, and and now we're here. Yeah, and it just, I don't think she ever, at least for me, never really came back from that. But I do appreciate, you know, what they're doing now, you know, starting the the uh, the, the inter, inter-relationship feud, you know, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano, um, you know, against Mia Yim and, and Keith Lee. So that seems, that seems kind of interesting there. Um, but yeah, how do you see this going, man? Uh, I've got no idea. <laughs> Really, uh, to yeah. be 100% honest with you, I'm I'm actually going to go ahead and pick uh, me, him, and Shotzi. Yeah. And uh, I'm an asshole for forgetting the third one. But <laughs> Tegan Knox. Yes. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and Tegan Knox has got to get her up and up on Dakota. Yeah, I like how they've kind of stretched that out. Like you can you can tell that it's not done. But, like, they're not just jumping into it. You know, they're still letting them do their thing as far as, you know, expanding their careers. But they're clearly tied together. You know, um, not yeah, as intense or long-lasting thing. as Gargano Ciampa, but kind of kind of similar. Go ahead. Another thing, though, a, six ma- a six-woman tag match during a pay-per-view with no crowd is kind of, I don't know. They Those Risky. tend to go on a bit longer. And and I mean and I mean it's a double edged sword. I feel like if it goes on too long, people get bored with it. 
Yeah. And it goes on too short. It's like, what the fuck? There were six people. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I exactly. I feel you. Well, they're going to have, you know, um, under, under, uh, undercar NXT. Well, I should say performance center trainees in the crowd uh, behind a plexiglass banging on the wall. You um, see that link I sent you, like, this past week? Say it again. You see that link I sent you this past week? Um, I didn't read it, but I think I know what it is. Like, they can't even eat with Raw and SmackDown talent? Well, that, that was the later part of it, but, like, there was a voice over the PA, like, telling them, like, yo, you mm. guys got to kind of yeah. get yeah. into it. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh, I'm, uh, The addiction of this pro wrestling thing and WWE being all that we know, right? See, like, I'm starting to, I'm starting to kick my WWE addiction. I'm, I'm full-fledged. It, addicted to AEW. <laughs> Bruh, I mean, listen. AEW's been the better show recently. It's been the better show. Um, WWE. I mean, listen. You know, Randy Orton came out and said Black Lives Matter, which is a surprise to me. Randall Keith, right? Um, John Cena I'm a little pissed off at with his platitudes and, and bullshit blanket advice. Um, Jackson Riker is definitely on brand. Um, and listen, I'm not even going to front like I can't listen. I don't know the AEW roster. I'm sure there are people on the AEW roster who are keeping it kind of quiet. You know what I'm saying? Said to uh, Linda Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Get her out. Get her out. Him, her, and Florida man. Get them out. Dead ass, man. And so. Along with the fact that, like, recently I saw that, like, which I'm not surprised by. Clearly, I'm not surprised. But also, I guess I'm just disappointed, you know, the um, that I guess WWE is one of those companies that is, like, that puts, you know, a more significant amount of their funds toward the Trump reelection versus, you know, outside of it. Other potential, you know, candidates. Um, just <sighs> fuck, man. Just fuck. Like I don't know, I don't know if you have the same like I don't know if if I don't know if you have those same convictions of of you know where you work might well you got to make that decision of your personal and your professional. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? And that's it's fucking tough. It's just it's it's fucking tough to be honest. But but yeah, on that vein, man, yeah, WWE is is is. I just hate to see it. Like it's one thing to suggest it and 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 not suggest, but to uh, suspect it. But then to like just know is just fuck. I mean, you've been known what kind of parties they host, though. <laughs> you know, fucking BBC cut parties. <laughs> fuck. They just key parties with masks God, on. Damn. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, with that big black nom, nom, cock. <laughs> Paul, relax. <laughs> Vince, you are bugging. Woo! Shit, I'm not listen. I'm not gonna say what I almost said. I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off air. But uh, yeah, so I'm picking Mia Yim and the team too. <laughs> I feel like it's a good pick. I think so. It, to me, it, it shouts pre pre show match kickoff match, and 
it's not a title match, of course, so I figure they may want to, you know, set that tone of like, you know, the baby faces win, but also gives, you know, Candice LeRae a reason to want to keep going after Mia Yim. So good, good placeholder there. So going with, uh, going with the good girls, the good girls. Let's go. <laughs> let's go with the match that didn't address <laughs> this past week. On NXT, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Maybe you start this one off because, like I said, you've been you've been yeah I got up you. a bit more. So uh, weeks back, uh, this actually started via something the Velveteen Dream said in his quest to fight Adam Cole. He called Adam Cole uh, the best or the greatest NXT champion ever. Finn Balor, who previously held the record for longest NXT champion ever, was like, Nah, Duke. You're bugging me and you next week or two weeks or however long. And that week of, we were going to see Finn Balor versus the Velveteen Dream, which was going to be fire. Until Prince uh, Prince Balor, the prince, was um, found hurt. There was a commotion backstage. Someone, someone attacked him. And so for weeks, we were trying to figure out, find out, or he was trying to find out who attacked him. And it turns out it was Damian Priest. He attacked him with a with a club or whatnot. Tried to take his knee out again uh, during Finn's match against Cameron Grimes, and uh, here we are, man. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Damian Priest trying to step up and uh, go after the Prince, man. So, how you see this one going? Oh, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't say it, I don't know what will. I'm going with the fucking. I'm going with Finn. I'm going with the Prince. They've done a really good job. Finn feels a certain kind of protected during this NXT run. I feel like it's smart, though. Yeah, I think his only loss was to Cameron Grimes, and that was after um, you know getting attacked during the match by Damian Priest. Um, if I can remember right, I mean he. I know he challenged Adam Cole. I don't believe I believe that went to a no contest. That was only his only pinfall loss, I believe. Um, so Finn feels rather protected, but also, I mean, Damian Priest, he's trying to rise up, right? He's he's trying to get a name in in NXT, and, and who who not too many better to go after than uh, the NXT legend himself. Um, I'm gonna go with Finn as well. I'm not for certain why. I just I'm not fully sure that I believe Damian Priest like that. Like we don't believe you. You need more people. There's, I feel like there's there's no reason for. I mean, I yeah no. There's no reason for Finn to lose this one. I mean, it's been when I mean when's the last time he's been on TV? Finn. Yes. Uh, was it two weeks? May have been two weeks. I'm not sure. It's been been a couple weeks. You know, like I said, they weren't they weren't on this past Wednesday's NXT. I mean, if they're really serious about Damian Priest and building him up, I mean, maybe he can challenge. And it depends on how the title matches come out. But maybe to build him up as a challenger to the North American Championship. I don't know. It it. I remember the hype when now I never saw anything from Punishment Martinez before he became Damian Priest. I just I just heard the name, but the hype when he signed there. Seemed to be palpable, like that the way that the hype came was like he was gonna do something. 
Um, and hasn't really done anything. So, um, outside of, I mean, his most high profile match was what, that triple threat match. It was him. Was it him, Pete Dunne, and um, Killian Dane? We haven't seen Killian Dane in a while. Um, was it Pete Dunne? I think it was Pete Dunne. I haven't seen either of those dudes in a while. My yeah. travel bands. Well, that, yep, that, yeah, yep, that makes sense. Because Pete Dunn, I know, is travel bands. Killian Dane is Irish, so he might live, he might still have a residence over there. So that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, is he Irish, Scottish? Am I just being a, an American, a dumb American? Irish. Oh, I mean. Killian. Killian I, Dane. Yeah. Irish, Scottish, they're both kind of the same. <laughs> oh, they I both mean, like to drink and fight? I mean, I, I, I guess I'm Scottish. Okay. I don't know. You like to you like to you like to drink. You don't really like to fight, but you will. Uh, yeah, I don't drink. True, true <laughs> but, but like, like you can't tell that to a fucking Irish horse. I was about like, to say, I didn't. We, we were about to lose. We were about to lose our contingent because they was about to. They was about to hit you the bench. Can't do that because they'll 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 be pissed. Like, yeah. I got a buddy that I play online with. He's he's fucking uh, he's Irish. Mm-hmm. And no, no, he's actually Scottish. See, yeah, and, buddies no more. And, yeah, no, 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 we're bros. No, we're he's, bros still. He's listening fucking. right now like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he's always told me straight up, like, he has an apartment in Amsterdam. I could come through anytime nice. like, that he rents out. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. That's what's up, man. Um, yeah, it looks like we're both taking Finn. As we move forward, we've got Karrion Cross with Scarlet taking on Tommaso Ciampa. This started after... Uh, Tommaso Ciampa was looking for looking for, looking for the next step in his career after losing uh, the final beat, the match, uh, the cinematic match that he lost to Johnny Gargano, and uh, Karrion Cross came and uh, put the beats on that boy. Um, before we you know go through and, and kind of predict this, I have a feeling we're gonna choose we're gonna pick the same way. You know, I Karrion Cross needs to be careful. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Champa, he's a fucking psycho. Well, but. yeah, yes, that aspect. But I mean, like his whole act needs to be careful because Scarlet, formerly Scarlet Bordeaux, Scarlet is clearly a star here. Oh yeah, my I mean, man's on yes, babe. A listen, a sexy blonde on in the WWE. <laughs> I mean, bruh, my man, <laughs> my man might get Mark Marrowed. Real quick, he might get Mark Merrill real yeah, quick. Bro, Chapa, Chapa looks like a fucking like a like a stacked hobo, bro. No, no, no. Uh, take Chapa out of it. I'm talking about just the carrying crossed act, right? Like Scarlet is the more appealing of the two, so I could totally see Scarlet becoming the bigger star of the two between her and Carrying Cross. So outside of this match, just just the future, I think that's something to be mindful of to keep in mind. I could totally see Scarlet becoming like, yeah, the 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 head act in this act and splitting them up, and yeah, I could totally see it. Well, so who are you picking? I one hundred percent am picking Karrion Cross. My man, one hundred percent. Um, there's no other way it could go. Really, right? There's no other way it could go. 
They he needs a big established win over one of the most established names in NXT. Um, I mean they're trying That's to get Karrion Cross over as like this beast, right? <laughs> this overall Terminator. His entrance is so fucking elaborate. It's got smoke. Scarlet is singing. It's got smoke. He's I huge think, with tattoos. Yeah. I think she will get involved and it'll cost Ciampa the match. You think so? Yeah. I think that would I be don't a, think it'll be a queen win. I think Just that would so be they can uh, set up something else. So you think the feud will continue? Oh, 100%. Why not? Yeah. I think that would be a terrible idea if they let her get involved. Well, I mean, see, but like, what's, what they do is. They do. They let her get involved, and Trumpa gets a chief win on on a NXT Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and then and then Cross gets the definitive win on his own at the mm-hmm. next pay per view. At the next takeover. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I'm with you. I'm with you. I think I think Karrion Cross gets it clean. And gets it decisively. Of course, Tommaso Ciampa is going to do what he can to make him look good. It's going to be violent. It's going to be a hard hitting match. Most violent match. Well, I mean, I don't know about the most violent match, but right, right. But it's it's definitely going to be a hard hitting match. I don't think Karrion Cross can afford to win with like the distraction. Because hell, if if she gets involved and he wins, that's one step closer to her being Sable and him being Mark Merrow. It's true, you but I mean? and, and and I also think about it too. And it might be petty, but like the crowd of in of performance center, not having the crowd, yeah. I feel like that. May, I feel like that weighs on how they actually plan these matches out. I'm not as much concerned about that because for one, they do have the performance center trainees, and two. If that PA system thing is a real thing, they're gonna tell these motherfuckers exactly how to respond. Uh, see, I, I wish I would have never even read that. <laughs> yeah. I'd read that and forgotten, but yeah. You know what I mean, though? Yeah, man. Like, that. Uh, I know, I, like, we, we know what it is with professional wrestling nowadays. Right. But, like, being told what to do as a crowd just seems so <laughs> lucky to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm with it. I mean, like, yeah, Karen Cross. Yeah, that's who I'm picking as well. Yeah, he's a new shiny toy. Um, they've got a yeah. I don't see it going another way. Another way. Uh, we're halfway through the card already. We got. We're down to the title matches. Um, of the three title matches, I'm only really for certain on one of them. <laughs> I'm gonna work my way through the other ones as we talk about them. Um, but first up, man, for the NXT North American Championship, we've got the champion Keith Lee taking on the challenger Johnny Gargano. This feud started. I think that's another reason why this feud, or rather this whole card, doesn't seem to really hit the hardest, right? Like, of every match on the card, you know, Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole has been built for a while. And, of course, we'll talk about that here soon. The The triple threat match between the women... Doesn't quite. I mean, it's a it's a continuance of WrestleMania, but still not quite. It don't feel. It don't feel feel. Um, Gargano and Keith Lee is rather recent. You know, Gargano just kind of picked Keith Lee as some guy who didn't deserve the championship, and now he's going for the championship. Um, 
With that said, though, this match is probably going to be fire. I'm stupid. A fucking 350-pound guy versus a guy that's 165 pounds? This Bruh, is going to be fucking phenomenal. This is going to be fire. Johnny Wrestling. Yeah. This seems like UFC number one the first match <laughs> of the day. Like, you remember that? <laughs> Bro, do you remember that fight? I do. I, well, not that fight, but I remember how old the you know old UFC, they got down a certain way. Bro, like there's no weight classes, no gloves, no legal moves. Holy shit. Like it was no holes barred. And like the first match of the night, it was a dude that was 165 pounds versus a guy that was 400 pounds. Holy shit. Who won? The guy... The small guy, he can the, first move. Punch he threw, the first punch he threw, he connected, but he broke his fucking hand. <laughs> he won and went on to go fight two more times that night and uh, got to the finals. Was that Royce Gracie? He fought Royce Gracie and he oh, lost okay. to Royce Gracie. In the finals, okay. In the finals, yeah, but no, he he fought three times that night with the fucking yeah. broken hand. That's crazy. That's, That's fucking crazy. wild, man. I love, dude, that, dude, that was a straight Kumite. <laughs> <laughs> straight blood sport. <laughs> straight up, straight up, straight up. Talk to me, man. Talk to me about this match, man. Talk me through it. Man, we got, we got two new heels, Candace and, and Johnny. Yeah. And we just got the, we just got the man. Keith Lee. True. You know. Limitless. Keith Lee. Yeah, limitless. Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm oh, fuck. I mean, I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with logic on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the the old WWE logic on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Keith Lee wins it just because he got fucked up this past uh this past week on NXT. If you if you lose the night before, you win on the pay per view. So I'm going with. I mean, he he got he got the key. He got the car keys to the eye, the arm raked, you know. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, I haven't watched in a couple of weeks. It's DVR's been fucking up. <laughs> True. And I absolutely can't wait to DVR because I have the shit on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest with you guys. Want to play it all out for you guys? You know. True enough. I'm here. <laughs> our, our flaws, our strengths. It's all on the table for you guys to nitpick at. Absolutely. See what is, you want. Is a hard camera. <laughs> I feel you. So going with Keith Lee. Correct. This one's a tough one, man. Um, because I mean, of course, we had a new heel in Johnny Gargano. Who I mean, that's Mister NXT. Um, well, the the is he new, is he the new black heart? I know he's the heart of NXT. Is he is he the new black heart? Who knows? But that's a, that's a good one, actually. It's it's on one hand, do you like justify all the shit he was talking? Right? Like, do you have the the Johnny and Candice at home dinners with the NXT North American Championship on the table too? Because that's a hell of a visual. And it's a hell really of a celebration is. dinner, right? <laughs> you said what? Picturing that right now. <laughs> yeah, right? That's kind of fire, right? Or do you fucking around and, you know, make him that much more agonized after losing the championship and and build that new heel a little more? Throw him da- deeper 
down in that darker hole. Exactly. Exactly. Um, especially with the potential of how the NXT Championship could go. Um, maybe he loses and maybe Velveteen Dream wins and, and Johnny Gargano is like, you don't deserve it. You send your dick to underage kids. Like, let's get it Have going. Have heard anything else about that? Have heard shit else about it. I haven't heard shit else about it. Um, But maybe he tells, maybe he tells, you know, Velveteen Dream he doesn't deserve it. Velveteen Dream did beat Johnny Gargano for the NXT uh, North American Championship, so there's clearly a history there. I mean, a lot of things would have to fall into place for that to happen, but this is tough. I I think we're going to have a salty Johnny after this one. Please don't. (laughs) Don't say that anymore. <laughs> My salty Johnny. Oh, jeez. Make your mind out of the gutter, dang. Man, yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> we've we have been everywhere on this episode. Um, a salty Johnny. Um, you know what? Ah, that's really. That might have to be the title of the, the episode. A salty Johnny. Don't be a saucy John. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, man. Um, this is difficult, man. My heart says Keith Lee, and that was who I'd kind of leaned toward before we talked it out. Before you even gave me your your prediction, um, I'll go. You, you know, spice it up? you said what? You gonna spice it up? I think I'm gonna stick with Keith Lee. Um, no, I don't know if it leads to more mixed tag matches, if it leads to an eventual title change, but I think for NXT pay-per-view purposes, I'm going to go with Keith Lee. Um, what I've noticed that NXT will do sometimes, or even just WWE period, is that sometimes they'll do the title match on the takeover. Like, the specific match that's coming to mind, right? It was the rematch between the Street Profits and the Undisputed Era. Yes. And we were like, well, yeah, Profits are going to Raw. They're about to lose it. And then they won the match. And then they went to NXT TV a couple weeks later with a tag title match and then gave the tag team championships up. I'm not necessarily saying that will happen in this situation, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Um, see, 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 they fired all these fucking people from WWE. Yeah. Now I'm getting these fucking call-ups. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We never got to get. We never got to see a Matt Riddle, Johnny Gargano feud. That would have been hard. That would have been amazing. Ooh, that would have been hard. Pause. You, you know why they put him on SmackDown, though, right? The whole Brock thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ain't seen Brock in two months, but we got to appease him. The even if they of- did even if they did do that match, all they would do is just have Brock go over easily. So stupid. Yeah. So. I think Matt Riddle could actually give him a run for his money. In real life? Or... I mean- on the yeah. TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, in real life, I think Matt Riddle might give Brock Lesnar the fucking blues. High key. I mean, 
He might. I mean, you know, that would be a better fight than Matt Riddle versus Goldberg. Oh, 100%. He'd give Goldberg the black and blues real quick. <laughs> That's a lot. Real quick. So, yeah, man. You know, I'm going to go with Keith Lee. I'm going to stick with my, my general inclination and go with Keith Lee. Um, In a great, great match. And we'll see if and how it continues. Um, Clearly, his legs there. Because that six-woman that six tag lets me know that this isn't over. That's, that's um, what I was thinking about earlier. I was, I was like, because whenever you text me the lineup, I, that's when I that's when I made my picks. And I was like, ew, <laughs> right, ew, ew. <laughs> right. spicy, right. zesty. <laughs> so something tells me it's not quite over. I just don't know how we keep going. I mean, I could see maybe you know Gargano just pulling out a cheap victory. That's re- that's this man. That's really tough. That's really tough. I'm gonna go with Keith Lee because I said it like two or three times, but uh, I'm gonna be sick when you know I can see it going either way. Um, one match that I cannot see going any other way: the triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship: Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Talk me through it, my guy. Charlotte's winning it. She's fucking making that. She's doing that triple crown. She's bringing it all back home. Yeah. Is that what you're going with? I couldn't. I couldn't see it no other way. Um, who does she pin? Eo's Eo. She pins Eo. <laughs> yeah. Eo's Eo's tight. I fucks with Eo. I fucks with Eo Shirai. I, I, I fucks with all three of them heavily. Yeah. So but, you know where yep, do we go? Where do we go next? Uh, maybe Eo gets called up. Yeah. Well, and well, not necessarily that. That's that's definitely an idea. That I, I hadn't, I didn't think of it that way. Um, but even with the NXT Women's Championship, where where do we go next? I mean, this is. I I feel like it might be perfect that, mm-hmm. like I said, if EO does take the pin, well, Rhea's going to say, "Well, you obviously didn't pin me, right?" So let's go for another. I, I think that's something we'll get around SummerSlam. Maybe with a crowd, maybe not. I think they kind of want that. That Clearly, they, they believe in Rhea Ripley. All them promos she got during the WrestleMania build. Uh, well, promos she got this past week. Right. Yeah, exactly. So they, they clearly see something in Rhea. So I think maybe we get the rematch towards SummerSlam weekend. But I mean, in the two months in the meantime, you know, what do we do? I mean... I don't know about all that, but I mean, like we heard, we heard both Charlotte and Rhea talk on those promos. We didn't hear Eo talk, right? You know, right? And um, and, and that necessarily doesn't mean anything, but um, I don't know. I mean, maybe I mean Charlotte defends her title a couple more times on NXT yeah. to to kind of define her title reign on NXT before SummerSlam, and then and, and uh, Rhea Ripley also fights to show that she's still got she's it. She's the one, yeah. I guess just, you know, I mean, because once EO gets pinned, I mean, clearly she's not a factor. Bianca Belair is on Raw now, so we never got that feud. Candice LeRae and Mia Yim are, are tied up. Um, Shotzi Blackheart, I don't know. Um, Tegan well, Knox, I don't know. 
maybe give maybe give Charlotte like some longer matches on NXT and give Rhea some straight squash matches against some good people. Yeah. I know their roster's kind of limited. Right. But good look. And I guess and I'm guessing just my main thought is like even if we give them longer matches, who do we give a match to Charlotte against? They've put Charlotte yeah. on this pedestal. Like who do we put Charlotte against? Uh, yeah, no, it's it's definitely gonna be tough. I'm glad I'm yeah. glad I'm not a fucking writer for them. Yeah, well, they'll just I don't know what did they do? <laughs> they'll throw on Raw and SmackDown and have her I don't know talk shit there. Wild card rule, whatever that's that actually, fucking new rule actually, is. That that's actually a good look. Have her, I mean, have her being the women's NXT champion going Raw, beat some bigger name people while Rhea Ripley is just squashing people on. NXT, the people that they have there, and then it all culminates to SummerSlam. You know, honestly, I would even put it the other way around. Rhea Ripley not being the same name as Charlotte, maybe give her some matches against more well-established people. Uh, but then again, Rhea Ripley also not being that name, if she goes to Raw or SmackDown, I mean, I don't know if it'll hit the same way. It ain't Survivor Series weekend no more. If she goes anywhere, if she goes any of the quote-unquote main main brands mm-hmm. go to fucking Raw. Yeah. Who, who's on Raw now? Asuka. I mean, Asuka, Bianca Belair, Nia Jax. Um, I, heard, I heard some people were pissed at her about that uh, match with uh, Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie Sane. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it looks like, and you know, I hate to be like, you know, the, I heard the reports say, but it looks like it was actually Kyrie Sane's own fault. I know Nia doesn't have the best. Uh, of course, we're just you know two dudes on the outside. I know Nia doesn't have the best reputation for safety, but that's why this is the heart camera. Yeah, it it appears to be um, reported as 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 Kyrie Sane just took the bump the wrong way, uh, got that wig split. Well. Sucks for her. <laughs> <laughs> Walk it off, shorty. Get the fuck back in there. That's crazy. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. Um, so it looks like we're taking Charlotte. Yes. Over the competition. Who else is in the NXT Women's Division? I feel like people are missing. I mean, like, yeah, they, they, they. They sent Bianca Belair to Raw. EO, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like something's missing. Somebody I'm forgetting, but hey. This takes us to our last match, man. It has now been dubbed a backlot brawl for the NXT Championship. The Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole Bay Bay. If Velveteen Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for the title if Adam Cole is the champion. There's a lot to unpack here. There is. We had the Dream on roller skates today. Yeah, boy was gliding. We had uh, we had the whole um, the the whole uh, the whole UE limousine riding. Boys was jet flying. Yes, they was. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that one. I was oh, yeah. trying to think of something to rhyme with it. You, you helps it out. Oh, yeah. Boys was, boys was wheeling and dealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boys was wheeling and dealing. Um, they're definitely the four horsemen 
of NXT. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. Definitely. Like, have they changed, like, their attitude? Because, like I said, I haven't watched in a couple of weeks. And Kyle O'Reilly, he's got the, he's got the beard now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even recognize him when he took his head out that fucking limo. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> With the hat on and the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, so like the Four Horsemen, they put the lifestyle, they put the wrestling on the same page as the lifestyle, right? I love it. And then Evolution put the same page, it put the lifestyle on the same page as the wrestling. The Undisputed Era, they put the wrestling way above the lifestyle. Like, this was the first, this, this is honestly the first time where they kind of put, like, lifestyle into who they are. They yeah. pride themselves on being the best wrestlers, first, foremost, you know, and last. But also, you see, you know, now, and we and we call them the Four Horsemen because of just the dynamic, right? The, the main guy, the tag team, the secondary championship guy. But the lifestyle aspect really putting them over the top with this recent, uh, the, the prime target on NXT. That actually kind of made me, like, that kind of actually helped me solidify my my pick. Word. Okay. 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 And before we get to it, you know, the, the, and on the, the Velveteen Dream side, to give him a little more humanization, Um, you know, he's out roller skating, right? Boy, was roller skating. Um, say again? He's blading. Boy, was blading, right? Right. Right. Um, I didn't necessarily like the Prince lookalike. In the mirror, mm-hmm. that was probably that was probably the hokiest, the corniest thing I've seen from NXT in a long time. Um, listen, I've we've said on here mad times that Velveteen Dream is Prince meets Rick Rude, but like, I don't need some random light skinned dude with a thin goatee. With <laughs> guitar. Yeah, like nah, dude, get that shit out of here. What are you talking about? So that 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 kind of hurt it for me, uh, but anyway, um, that stipulate you know it's it's two things. I don't think we mentioned. I think we did mention it's a backlight brawl. There's two stipulations that make it really hard for me to choose. For one, it's a backlight brawl. To where? It is it false count anywhere? No DQ. Well, in that in the prime target, um, you know, quick little special, quick little promo they did. It looked like it was a wrestling ring surrounded by cars with their headlights yep. on. But, which, and you know, that's another wrinkle to it. So if it was, you know, a backlight brawl, right? Typically, especially babyface wrestlers, typically win their first championships in straight one-on-one matches. You know? And then... But, you know, to counteract that, it looks like this is a straight one-on-one match, but there's just cars surrounding it. I don't know if it's no DQ. Or, I mean, Backlot Brawl, it sounds like there'd be no DQ, but it might just I be mean, a fucking cinematic match, right? I mean, like, Backlot Brawl to me is like like having a fight by like behind like the county market north. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. And then like and then like I seen they had all these cars around They're like that's like that's like a cornfield fight. Bruh. You know, everybody brings cars in, get as close up. as they can, turn the lights on, they all fight right in the middle. Holy fucking shit. Circle them up. <laughs> you know, so when man, I seen that man. ring in the middle, I'm thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. 
So it reminds me. So the backlot brawl, of course, you know the you know reminiscent of WrestleMania 12, Roddy Piper and Goldust. But the cars are reminiscent of I think it was called a parking lot brawl between John Cena and Eddie Guerrero back in like '03. It's like a '60s fight, you know, early '70s. You know, leather jackets and blades. Summer nights, yes, yeah. Leather jackets, blades, chains of steel. You know, right, right. (laughs) You know. But then, you know, the the second half is like, okay, if Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for the title if Cole is the champion. So it's like they give him that stipulation and it gives him another thing to overcome. Or maybe he just, you know, we, we build up a new a new challenger. Maybe Johnny Gargano does beat Keith Lee and Keith Lee finds his way into the NXT championship realm, right? So where that works? Yeah, right. You know, he'll 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 try to get the title back. He'll somehow lose, and maybe they do a battle royal for a number one contender or something, right? Because um, I don't see Tommaso Ciampa in the NXT Championship, you know, uh, picture for for a while. Um, but you know, looking back at the prime target, right? They humanize Velveteen Dream, like he's he's who he is. But they humanized him a little bit. They made him a little bit more relatable. He likes to rollerblade, right? Even though he's still majestic. And yeah, he's got nails painted. Yeah, right? Boy guys nails painted. Dudes do that too, right? Yeah, no, 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 they do. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't think of nobody. I feel you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dudes do it too. Listen, you guys nails painted. Boy's flamboyant. Boy's prince. Listen, Meets Rick Rude. Star player Metallica still paints his nails black and he's like there, sixty years old. There it is. <laughs> there it is, right? You know what I'm saying? And then on the other end, they 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 built up the lavish lifestyle um, of the undisputed era, right? I thought it should be the other way around, and and that might be where I'm getting at. Like the fact that it wasn't the other way around, they they gave Velveteen Dream because he's he's not the everyman, right? He ain't Dusty Rhodes. He is the Velveteen Dream. He is unto himself. Boy ain't got no friends. He's better than you, and he knows it. <laughs> right? Friends. So uh, he's got chicks. He don't need no friends. He's got chicks. Yeah, he's got random, racially ambiguous women bringing in mirrors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On a regular basis, feeding them grapes and pancakes, bitches. Fresh fruits on the regs. I'm trying to tell you, fresh produce. I'm trying to tell you. So <laughs> this is really tough, man. For all the reasons I stated, like I said, that that one-on-one match, it feels like I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can picture the visual. A Velveteen Dream holding the championship high in the middle of the ring with all them with all them fucking headlights on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Versus, versus, you know, on top of that too, you know, Adam Cole is the number. He's, he's had it for over a year, and you know, every time they talk about new records, broken the shit that they've broken, they immediately, immediately. Give the title up. New Day, New Day was X was was champions for X amount of times. The very first pay per view after they broke the record, they lost the belts. And, yeah. Go ahead. I got one more thing. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was agreeing. There's one aspect we haven't addressed yet. Dexter Loomis. That weird old motherfucker. Like, does he get involved? 
How does he get involved? Is he just the next feud for <laughs> for Velveteen Dream after he cost him the championship? Like that dude is a fucking cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, there are too many things weighing out. And also, I'm, I'm, hell, I just thought something else. Go ahead, though. Go ahead, though. No, 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 no. All I was going to say is I have my pick, but okay. go ahead. I'll hold off. Finish. You know, we oh. had we had Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole on NXT TV, and this was the week of Velveteen Dream's recent accusations that we have literally heard nothing about since then. There's all bullshit. And so during that, it... You know, we they were doing the intros, and I just I was just sitting. I was like, "Yo, no, this ain't this ain't the time. No. This ain't the time. They're not about to pull the trigger in front of no crowd with this shit hanging over them." And no, it just it ain't gonna hit, and it didn't, <laughs> as you see. So the question is, do they do it a second time, Adam Cole? Or does Dream, well, a second time, and not necessarily bury Dream, but, like, if he fucking loses, I mean, he can't challenge again. And that says something about his standing. Or does Velveteen Dream somehow overcome? Uh, We're going to have a new champion. You said what? We're going to have a new fucking champion. What makes you choose that? What did you say? I think it's, I think it's perfect time, and this is gonna be more spotlights than inside the goddamn arena. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, hey, that's bars. That's real. <laughs> and 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 with the with the promos they hit for the UE on this past week uh, of uh, NXT, yeah, just seems like the perfect time to tear it all down. Mm. They're gonna they're gonna implode. They got nobody's too, got the titles. No, nobody's got the titles right now. Yeah, nobody has any titles in the UE. Right. And and Adam Cole is the backbone of the UE. True. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> there are. Uh, so you going with the dream? I'm going with the dream. Yeah. So. And I just came to this conclusion. There are two things that is making me go with the Velveteen Dream. And I just came to these conclusions. Um, for one, did my blanking? Come on, snap it together, snap it together. Where'd it go? For one, we did this already, right? Yes. We did the match already, and he lost how he lost. But for two... He already beat him, too, though, also. Yeah. Right. Right, right. Was it a tag match? Yeah. Yeah. But for two... uh, Aside from the stipulations, this didn't start with Adam Cole. He... Velveteen Dream, pronouns pal, um... Velveteen Dream has been fighting the entire Undisputed Era for a long time. They threw his ass off a truck. Broke his fucking back. Broke that boy's back. 
the Roderick Strong took the the North American Championship from him, and then that turned into you know when he came back, they threw him off a truck. He came back and he he set his he set his eyes on Adam Cole. I think this build has been too strong, too long, and too focused for the Velveteen Dream. He's focused on getting rid of the Undisputed Era out of his life, out of his out of his way, and. For him to lose, I think, would <laughs> be a bit of a bummer, right? Oh, are you kidding me? Be a bit of a bummer. When C and, well, I mean, no, go ahead and finish your shit. But no, that's basically it. Yeah, going with Dream. Go ahead. Um, I already forgot that, the, the cyborg's name. God damn it. Uh, Dexter Loomis. Okay. So, so like, we don't know, like, what the, like, so is this a false count anywhere, like, no DQ, what? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> like, if Dexter gets involved, like, it's it's not going to hurt Dream at all. It's not going to make him look any worse. Right. What the, than what the UE has done to him. True. Like, so, like, we could see, like, a pretty tight alliance. I mean, like, picture, like, Dexter, or Dream and Dexter... Complete, like complete opposites? Yeah, dude, just like us. <laughs> I'm about to say, they're going to do a podcast? <laughs> I don't think it's that far. But like, <laughs> but, like, they could be the fucking sickest team. And then, I mean, down the road, I mean, we could obviously see Dexter turning on Dream. Easily. But, Easily. But, dang, either way, like, fire matches. Yeah. Fire matches. Yeah. I mean, like we haven't seen Dexter too much in the ring, but he's he's got he's got he's got something. Yeah. And dreams, yeah, no, it's dreams time. <laughs> it's time. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it, man. I'm with it. So it looks like I won't be able to take over the lead during this show. But we got a whole nother 10 months coming up, man, because we picked the exact same six competitors throughout the entire NXT TakeOver in your house. Um, how you feel about now after we went through the entire card? I'm excited about it. Feeling yeah. better, right? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I won't be able to start it live. Say what? I won't be able to start it live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking... Like I said, the guy that put on the uh, the whole bracket for uh, the the Chugs group, he wants to do a one on one show with me on Sunday. Where? where people people can like shoot in questions, and shit like that. But uh, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm very excited about it. It's oh uh, I, I don't know if I'm saying very, but yeah, I'm I'm more excited about it than I was. No doubt. No doubt. How about you? How you feeling about it? I'm feeling better, man. I'm feeling better, my guy. Um, I'm feeling better. We, start, we started the show off pretty, uh, pretty murky. Yeah, we did. I mean, yeah, yeah. And but, I mean, I mean, it's all real shit. We're, I mean, we're still dealing with it, but uh, and and but, and, uh, and these and these are clouds that are going to hang around. They're gonna stick. They're gonna keep raining. They're gonna keep raining. Um, but at the same time. We uh we saw the white. We had good. We had we had fuck. We had a good time on tonight. Yeah, man. We listen. This this was much needed. 
on so many fronts, man. I'm very, I'm very proud of like, I mean, we're 71 episodes, and I'm very proud of where we've come, just doing the show. Um, you know what it was, what it's become now. Not only just, not only just like what it does for us personally, what it does for our friendship, but like even just how we do it. It's 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 different. It's grown. It's better. It's gritty. Um, it's you know what I'm saying? It's it's gritty and polished at the same time. Yeah, we've polished our grit. We're one of those. Uh, we're one of those sediment stones or something. I don't know. We're a shiny turd. We're an igneous rock. Okay, I was gonna go with like a sedimentary rock or an igneous rock, but we can be. We can be that. We can be that. Um, we can be that if you want to. We could talk about it off the air. We could talk about it. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> Big Red Man, let me know how to reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, amigo. You guys can find me on Twitter, TikTok, fucking Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. You guys can also find me on Snap, fucking chat at moffed up three sixteen. M A A F F H H D U P three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the instant grams at Juvi Desai. You know that's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. There are things there. And of course, check out the show page, man, the hard camera page on Twitter and the Instagrams at the hard camera who to thunk it. Bigger than that. More important than that, you listen to us on Spotify. We got a little something, little, little, little something for everybody. Clearly, it's more than just wrestling. We uh, we, we do it all here, man. It's fucking life. Uh, whether you agree, disagree, uh, whatever, you, whatever you pull from it, there is something for everybody. Tell everybody you know. Tell everybody you like. Tell everybody you love. And help us pay our bills. Please. I'm broke. Nigga, I'm broke. <laughs> I am the guy, Juve, sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are the gangsters. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Backlash show coming up. Joseph goes. Salute.